today on the Jesuit Ranger Experience. We are back from Christmas break and we talk about our plans for season two of the podcast. And we also sit down with Coach Hill and Camden Roy about Jesuit basketball's goals and plans for this unusual season. This and more, all on the Jesuit Ranger Experience. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you to everyone who is listening. My name is Julian, and this is the 19th episode of the Jesuit Ranger Experience, uh, our podcast as a part of the Jesuit Roundup. Today is January 14th here at 12345 Inwood Road, and today is the first episode of Season 2. We're back. Um, We had a wonderful Christmas break. We had a wonderful, great semester. You know, although it, it was unprecedented and something that we weren't expecting it was nonetheless a great first semester to still be able to go to school um meet everyone and you know try to get back to at least somewhat of our usual routine routine and we started the podcast up and now 18 episodes later uh we finished season one and now we're here for season two starting off with a jesuit basketball coming up in just a moment um, we have much planned for you guys, uh, this, uh, season. Um, we have many club spotlights that we're willing to, that we're hoping to get on the show today, such as the anime club, robotics, yearbook club, etc. diversity and inclusion. We also have, um, many teacher profiles that we're hoping to, uh, also record as well. Um, like Ms. Bramlett, Mr. Vaughn, Ms. Bruce. And also, we're looking to continue our series with uh, chatting with other private schools around the Dallas area. Like, we're hoping to get Bishop Lynch and St. Mark's uh, for episodes there. So, we have a lot planned uh, this semester. We hope we can get uh, all the, these episodes out in a timely, mem- ma- a timely manner. Excuse me. And um, we hope you guys keep watching and keep uh, enjoying what we put out for you guys. And... As always, if you guys have any suggestions for any episodes, if you want to nominate a guest or, you know, give a suggestion, feel free to contact the Jesuit Roundup in any of their social media platforms or on the website. And, um, yeah, thank you guys so much for being with us this first season. It was a successful first season uh, as the podcast, and we hope that uh, for many years to come, this podcast will be uh a staple of uh, Jesuit Dallas. So without further ado, here is the first episode of season two, aka the 19th episode we've ever done with Jesuit basketball with Coach Hill and Camden Roy. So for our main segment today, we have uh, very special guests from Jesuit basketball. We have here Coach Hill and uh, senior Camden Roy from Jesuit basketball. Uh, Thank you guys once again for joining us on the podcast today. Of course. Thank you. Thank you for having us on. Thrilled to be here. Yeah, no problem. No problem. It's a pleasure to have you guys on. And so uh, beginning the conversation, could you guys introduce uh, yourselves and um, your pathway or how you got involved with Jesuit basketball? So I'm I'm Camden Roy. Um, I've been playing basketball my whole life. It's kind of been my one true love. Growing up, I played, I tried almost every single sport, but basketball really just stuck with me and I've been playing pretty much my whole life. Uh, yeah, Chris Hill. I, um, I was actually 
coaching at Trinity University before I got this job. I was kind of on the college route, and I was coaching our athletic director, Coach Cooks. He had a son. He had two sons that played at Trinity under me. I was the assistant. Um, and he actually asked them when the job came open if, if, if they should interview me, and they both they both said that he should ask me if I was interested. So that's kind of how it started with me. Yeah, those are some great pathways. It's really it's really cool to see that you coached uh, at the collegiate level at Trinity University before coming to Jesuit. You know, not a lot of coaches have that kind of experience. So it's truly an honor to have you of that kind of experience already knowing how to coach at the higher tier level uh, here at Jesuit. So we're really thankful for that. And we're looking forward to what the season brings. And so um, speaking of the season, how has the season gone so far? Uh, and what precautions have you taken in order to make this season reality, you know, with the pandemic and everything going on? Like how has how has being how has the Jesuit basketball still been able to play basketball? I think it um we've had we've had some setbacks and we've been in quarantine a couple of times, but I think it really speaks to how how serious the players have been taking the pandemic and wearing our mask when we have to wear a mask, spreading out at every possible time and I um, it really goes beyond just when we're at school and when we're uh, at home, we're really taking care of ourselves and looking out for each other and making sure that we're all doing as much as we possibly can to be safe during a pandemic to make sure that we can play. Yeah, the season, the season's been different to say the least. I'm really thrilled actually at how, how it's gone. There's some, there's some things with, with, with regard to like tactical stuff that's really taken a hit because we haven't had the, the practice time we usually have, which started last spring. Um, but I think the kids have done a really, really good job. It's a really hard thing to like, when you talk about precautions and everything, it's really tough because you just don't have a whole lot of control over, over some of the decisions that are going to be made in terms of isolation and things like that. So the main thing we've done is we've kept our sub varsity rosters bigger and try to find them more games so that we're sending out smaller team rosters to the actual games. So we're, we're kind of exposing more kids in our own community, but we're trying to expose less to outside communities um, to, to, to mainly just try to keep those guys from getting sick and, and, and keep the exposure down. It also helps with, with travel. So um, that's the main thing with the, with the sub varsity, with the, with the varsity, we just, we, we just, they don't get to practice with the JV. They don't share gyms with the JV or freshmen or anything like that. So we just try to keep them completely isolated and, and only they're only practicing together, and we're only playing games we need. Like once district started, we weren't we, we canceled all non-district games, and if there was ever any reschedules, we weren't going to play any non-district games anymore. We're just going to play the games that are going to help us extend the season. Well, I think one thing is for sure is that we're incredibly lucky, and we're incredibly blessed to be to still have basketball here despite the pandemic and you know the contagious virus that you know is terrorizing the world right now i think it's pretty cool that we're still able to play basketball we're still able to play all these sports and you know i tune into the games and every time you know even if it's an empty gym you know at least we get to see our boys out there given they're all on the court especially with the nba in the bubble as well so i think it's pretty creative how we've all come together um and still find a way to uh you know play the game that we love despite everything that's going on and uh speaking of the nba um what would you guys say, like your 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 playbook, your your game? How would you, which NBA team most resembles your your playbook? Is it like a grit and grind, like the Grizzlies back in the early earlier this decade, or um, perimeter shooting, like the Warriors, the Dyn the Warriors dynasty? How would you best describe your 
your playbook? Um, I think I think it's I think it's we're a very different team than a lot of teams I've ever seen because I think it's a little bit of combination of everything. I think I think for us, especially like the Grizzlies, you were talking about it. Really, our offense starts from our defense, and when we're playing really good de- defensively. It fuels our offense, and that's when we start lighting it up and start shooting threes like the Warriors you were talking about. But for us, everything starts defensively, and in practice, we really hammer in on our defensive rotations and how to guard different players. And once you go really in-depth and you start playing really good defense, it helps fuel your offense and gives you confidence in your shooting and and decision like quick decisions you have to make on offense and it starts to relieve some of the pressure because you don't feel like you have to score the ball every time if you know when the other team coming back down on the other end of the floor isn't going to score themselves yeah i wouldn't compare us to very many nba teams because we play defense the whole time (laughs) (laughs) so um but I don't know. Offensively, I have no idea because it's such a different game because we don't have shot clocks. So we're allowed to play a little more motion, can be patient on when we call plays and things like that. They have 24 seconds, so they just kind of roll with it. So um, probably Utah is who I steal a lot of stuff from because um, I think they have some similar um, r- relative to level, obviously. I think there's they have some similar um, – personnel um to, to teams you know, our teams always change so um and i just want to also follow up i really like what you said about being grateful for even getting to play because it, it, it doesn't look the way we all want it to but you're absolutely right it's pretty incredible how the basketball community especially the in dallas high school basketball has, has come together to really really work hard to help each other um you know like like i'll even give you a really neat example yeah definitely. when we make up games you you go in order of the game you missed and so we're supposed to play Berkner on you know last tuesday and then they're gonna they were gonna play but they were in 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 uh, isolation so they were scheduled to make to have their makeup game with richardson on saturday and that would have given richardson three games this week and richardson agreed to let us play saturday and they'd make it up at a different time since we didn't have a game this week um which under normal circumstances no opponent's going to care about that you know they're not going to care if we have a game this week, but they're like, but they're understanding that we lost games because some of it wasn't our control. They had a, the ability to help us get a game this week, and I thought, I just think that's cool that, that, that that's the kind of decisions that are being made. And, we're, and, and there's other teams that are normal circumstances you wouldn't think about at all, and we are thinking about each other and trying to help each other. So it's been it's been really really a cool experience from that end. Yeah, that's definitely that's definitely a really good aspect of it. And I liked how you compared the game to, you know, Utah Jazz. I really love watching how they play Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. It's a combination of pretty much everything. You know, you got basic you got basic defense with multiple defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert, and of course Donovan Mitchell, Joe Ingles and Mike Conley providing the scoring. So I really like how you guys compared your team to that, to the Utah Jazz, because I believe, you know, focus on pretty much everything on the basketball court is the key to success, not too too much focus on offense and not too much focus on defense and equal balance of both. So I really do uh, admire that uh, part of the playbook. And um, so now let's go on to like the more fun questions. Like what are your, what are your, what is your favorite uh, Jesuit basketball memory? Like Camden, you've been, uh, part of Jesuit basketball for all four years. And of course, Coach Hill, you've been coaching for quite some time. So what, what would you say is your favorite uh, memory? 
my favorite memory would have to be the trip we took to Philadelphia to play some games last year. Uh, number one, just from a non-basketball aspect, it was really cool just to see, like, we traveled all throughout the, like, Penn, the Philly area and saw a bunch of different, different communities. We went and saw, we then got a private tour of the uh, University of Pennsylvania's basketball gym, the Palestra. It's one of the most famous gyms in the country. Um, and then we, it was so much fun. Like, we saw a couple different uh, Catholic schools in the, in the, um, in the Philadelphia area. And it really made you feel like we were like a, like a college level team, like traveling to different places, taking buses, and then having that experience as well as bonding with my fellow teammates. And we all had a really good time there and as well as playing the game I love. So definitely the trip we took to uh, Philadelphia last year was my favorite Jesuit basketball memory. Um, I've been here for 13 years and every year has provided some really, really cool stuff. I can't really, I can't pick one. There's no way. Um, Cause you know, you have experiences like what Cameron talked about. You have incredible games um, against people. And it's just, it's, it's a really cool living I get to make, to be honest with you, that I get to have um, so many awesome experiences and, and even sleepless nights and anxiety and all that that comes with it. But it's really cool to have a job that I, that I, you know, that I care about doing a really good job at, you know, and trying to do a good job at. So, I can't put one, but one thing I'll tell you that was that surprised me as to how much it meant was uh, a couple couple guys recently um, got married um, that that I coached early in my career, and they invited me to their wedding. And I thought, uh, wow, I thought that was really really cool to get to to get invited to um, to some of my former players' weddings um, after all that time. It really really meant a lot, especially during the pandemic. You know, when they have limited seats and stuff. So um, that was that was really really neat. Wow, that is that is a sign of an unbreakable bond. You know that chemistry that you guys have. That's that's pretty that's pretty unbelievable. Inviting your high school coach to a wedding. That's wow. That's that's a great. That sounds that that's that sounded fun. And of course, Camden, when you were talking about uh, the Philadelphia trip, that's one of the great perks of being a part of you know a team sport or a club at Jesuit. You get to go to these uh, trips and you know, experience, experience something you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have thought you experienced if, uh, but when you first step into Jesuit. So I think it's pretty cool. You guys got to go through, uh, university of Pennsylvania's basketball gym. And of course, getting to play in Philly in a di whole different area. That must've been a surreal experience. And so as we wrap up, um, as we wrap up our conversation today, what are your guys' goals for the season? Not just like award-wise, it could be award-wise, but not just award-wise, but also like team-wise. Are you guys looking to build on some fundamentals, improve your chemistry? What are you guys looking to accomplish this season? For me, there's there's always the easy goals. Like you, like you want to win games. You want to win every game you play. You want to eventually win a state championship. And that's always got to be the goal when you come into a season. You can't believe yourself like, – have anything less than that or why are you even playing that's kind of my mindset but my but the real goal that I try to do every single day is I try to as well like as a team try to get all of us to play to our maximum potential and that's different for everybody and you really have to know your role on the basketball court to do so but for me my number one goal every single day is to try to get the best out of me uh, get the best for myself and get the best out of everyone around me and so in that, and just by doing that, it just leads to success. It's kind of inevitable. Like once you're trying to just play as well as you can and 
then that's just you'll reach like the cap, the maximum you're like as best as you possibly can as a team, which I firmly believe can be winning a state championship. And that I feel like when you come in as a player, you can't think of anything less. That's got to be the goal. Yeah, I mean the goals are obviously. You know, in basketball, everybody's got the same goals. I'm, I'm very in line with Camden, I, which kind of makes sense, I guess. We've known each other for four years. <laughs> we yeah. a lot of basketball. But um, the goal is always, yes, to win games, make the playoffs, win district, get to the regional tournament, win state championships, and all that kind of stuff. But focusing on my, my main objective every year is to get the team as good as they can get. Whatever, the, whatever their potential is, we want to try to maximize – that potential and get him because because that's what is going to lead to winning and losing anyway and how far you go and all that so um yeah just uh, we just want our teams playing to the best of their abilities and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll take whatever we can before before i uh going off of what he said like before every single game when I, we're getting our pregame pep talk he we always get to mention that it's not about the other team it doesn't matter what they do because if we handle ourselves the way we can in the way coach believes in us and knows he we can get, then we will be successful. And that and that's just what's important. Sometimes sometimes you get so caught up in, oh, you're guarding this kid who's going to Duke or these this is the number two team in the state and and your goal is obviously to try to beat them. But when you start playing like that, it it doesn't lead to success most of the time and you gotta take care of the things you can take care of. Well that concludes our episode today. Thank you coach hill and camden for joining us today representing jesuit basketball make sure to follow jesuit basketball all season long uh their next game is going to be february 2nd at nimitz at 7 p.m so uh yeah thank you guys once again and make sure to bring home some silverware for us thank you thank you once again listeners for making it to the end of this podcast if you like what you heard you can check out the jesuit ranger experience podcast on spotify apple music anchor fm or wherever you get your podcasts. We upload episodes on Wednesdays and Fridays, so make sure to check back often for new episodes. We hope to see you next time.